Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, the series to watch if you are passionate about the future of work. Today, I'm joined again by my lovely co-host, John, the man, my best friend and business partner. And today we have an awesome episode for you all. Uh, and for those of you all who have been watching, watching the Unleashing the Future of Work series for the last few weeks now, I wanted to thank you all because you all have made our first course, John and I's first course, an amazing success. Yes, so yes. In the last few weeks, John and I have been sharing and promoting our new course, Breaking to Big Tech. And we want to let you all know we have an amazing cohort of students who will be joining us this week to be yeah. part of the Breaking to Big Tech. And we wouldn't have been able to have done it without some of you who shared it with your parents, your family, your friends, et cetera. So thank you so much. John, yeah, we really appreciate that. Yeah, we really appreciate you. It's like, it's just an overwhelming, awesome response that people have had in our posts and just the amount of people that signed up. It's just like, and the messages that we're receiving via email about how how excited people are. Like, we're just, just it's awesome. Yeah. So we really appreciate you all. And shout out to everyone that's viewing live from all over the world. Daniel is saying, hey, Tim. Diana is saying, hello. Marciano is saying, go, Tim. Thank you all for your attention and time once again for another episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, the series that you must watch if you're passionate about the future of work. Now, today, John and I are just going to get into things. We have a really awesome topic to discuss today. Yeah. And we also want to let you all know that this series is forever, right? It was one of my New Year's promises to myself to really be more adamant about growing this series and making it a hit. So we thank you all so much for watching. And we have some awesome guests lined up throughout the year that we've been working with to make sure that this podcast live series is amazing for everyone who is a big fan and a part of our community. Yeah. So shout out to Chris who's saying yes indeed. What's up? David McJones from Seattle who's watching was good, bro. And my boy Paul who's watching from Luxembourg, which Ooh. I believe is in the UK. That's awesome. Crazy, right? Shout yeah. Out to UK people we have. And Paul Extends live from Seattle. What's up, Paul? So getting into the meat of things. Yeah. This episode is all about public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta add some drama. And, and, and you know, public speaking is the number one fear in the world. Oh man, it sure is. It's the number one fear in the world. Yeah. You're scared as hell. Of scared as hell. And it's because a lot of people don't know how to communicate. Yeah. And when we think about the future of work, and this is something I often talk about when I'm traveling, I'm speaking, is that speaking. Communication is one of those life skills that is unprecedentedly always going to be necessary, no yeah. matter where you're working. But yeah. millions of people are scared to death about it. Mm -hmm. So this episode, y'all, and we all want you all to chime in on some of your public speaking experiences. Are you scared yeah. or are you not? But we what are you scared about? Like, what's the elements that you're scared about? That's what exactly. we want to dig into, right? Exactly. We want to yeah. share with you what we believe are practical strategies and tips on how you can improve your public speaking and conquer that fear. Because yeah. I'll tell you this, in my experience, one of the things that's really gotten me here and the things that I do is my ability to communicate. Yeah. 
John, what about you? Talk to me. Have you always been scared of public speaking, man? Let me let me. Let man, me I I used to be like so. I think people see me on the surface and they they're like, oh, this guy's like confident and easygoing. He should have like no problem, um, you know, getting in front of a crowd. And man, like I I was for a long time, I was really terrified, like like terrified. Yeah. Um, and then and then I started like when I started creating some of my YouTube videos and stuff, I was I was terrified just speaking to a camera. There was nobody even there. It was just like my lens, and I was terrified. Um, and then. You know, over time, I was like, okay, well, why am I scared of this? Like, I'm digging into that fear. It's like, I'm not doing this for ego. Mm. I'm doing this to help other people. And like, when you frame it in that way, you're kind of like, oh, well, if I'm just doing this to help other people, I'm just if I'm just sharing, like, as if I was speaking to you one on one, and I can deliver some value, then that's that's like it eliminates the fear it takes it away it's so true and you know i i i I i'll also say that for me i actually was never scared of public speaking but i was never a fan of speaking in public yeah yeah yeah. i was terrified i was terrified (laughs) (laughs) i was like i just i just every time i had to speak in public whether it be in high school elementary middle school like i'm like okay i'll say whatever i need to say yeah yeah it was never like a skill that I thought I needed to build until I was in grad school, mm. doing a lot of like community engagement work or having to speak in public in, yeah. in class. And I really just got better at it by practicing and you know having consistent opportunities to practice. And we'll touch a little yeah. bit about that later. Yeah. I've also noticed though, working, you know, formerly when I was working with Microsoft and Google, that public speaking is what actually differentiates those who go into leadership roles. Versus those who never really get an opportunity to lead. That's right. That's right. You get what I'm saying? So for everyone watching right now, there's some people who are currently maybe working in the finance industry, who are working in tech. And you'll notice that your manager or the VP or the CEO, they are in their position, not only because they have the title, because they rose to a position of leadership that allowed them to speak effectively, maybe that's right. things or inspire people. That's right. So one thing that is actually studied and is, is, is blogged about constantly, you can find YouTube videos on this, mm-hmm. is that your ability to speak isn't only not the number one skill, but it's actually an indicator of how far you will go in your career into leadership position. So true. So true. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, there are all these there's all these opportunities to speak publicly, whether it's in your own organization or just to a small group of people and you could do it for free. And one of the things that I started noticing when I was on camera more is the use of words like um mm. the use of words like like yeah or you know yeah. And I think that when you speak more in public settings yeah. and you become more confident, you can actually your show of confidence is actually a reflection of how many times you actually say those things or not. Woo! Right? If you pause while yeah. you're speaking, it shows a sense of confidence. Yeah. 
That's true. That's true. So yeah. you actually notice that when you start getting more into content creation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have our, our audience, our viewers are chiming in, man. They are loving this topic. So Veronica is saying here from London, UK, shout out to you, Veronica. Yeah. Shout out. Saying, you know, you got to do it for yourself. You want to convey knowledge you have, others can to know. Yeah. Love that, Paul. David is saying, first time public speaking was in front of my NFL teammates. And Ooh. I loved it. See? David, I would love to hear. Did you get better? Let us know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said he got better. He got better. He got better. He got better. Alexis is saying, wait, Tim, I don't have fear of speaking in front of leadership. I think it is fun, bro. Hey, Alexis, I'm a master. See? There we go. There we go. But that's not the case. That's not the case for a lot of people, right? No, not at all. They don't have that confidence. At all. So, Alexis, please share some of your tips in the comments on how you became a master speaker yeah. and comfortable speaking in front of leadership. Yeah. So Marciano is always saying, Tim is always smiling, loving, you know, that positivity. I got to keep it with me. Thank you, Marciano. It's saying, all in all, make a positive impact through your leadership skills. So public speaking is an opportunity for you to make a positive impact. So with that said, I think we got to get to our first practical tip to, any, to help anyone that's struggling with public speaking. Mm-hmm. And I think the first one is pretty simple. And so many people failed to do this. If you want to get better at public speaking, you have to visualize and observe those who are great at speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Who have facilitated a topic that you're really interested in, right? If it's a TEDx speaker, YouTube is amazing for this, right? Or TEDx websites or all these other type of speaking organizations who who post these videos online. It's like this rich source of of media that you can tap into and, and pick one or two people that you admire and say, why do I admire this speech? Yeah. Why did this make me feel this visceral impact, right? Why did it make me feel emotional during the speech? Like what was that trigger event? Most oftentimes it's a personal story. Mm. John, let me ask you, are there, is there a speaker on YouTube or that you're a huge fan of that's really impacted how you speak? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I've, I've, I've been a student of so many of those TEDx talks. Yeah, I you know I can't recall one specifically. Well, actually, there's there's one. Um, and and to be honest, I forgot his name. Uh, he started a charity called Charity Water. Wow, that's so dope. And uh, it, it honestly it 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 made me cry, man. Like he went to Africa. And he went to a village and he was talking through how this young girl spent every single day of her life walking 18 miles with a clay pot on her head to find a water source when there was a water source directly underneath them, right? And he talked about he talked about how consumed he was in his ego before he started this and how he had this watch. And it's crazy because I, I, I felt the same way, but like some of the personal stories that he, he delivered, mm-hmm. um, but he had this watch and he was so full of ego that he used to show his watch off and whatever. And he's like, I can't be this person anymore. You know, which is why he started this charity because he's like, I, 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 I want nothing to do with the societal construct that 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 is all about flash, that is all about more, that is all about flashiness on Instagram and everything. It's like I want to make an impact, right? Mm-hmm. So he went there and he talks about this story and like this girl, um, this this girl passed away, wow. right? This girl passed away. She 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 killed herself because her clay pot broke. Wow. Right, like the mentality, like we're living in America and we have light switches and we have running water and all this stuff. And the mentality of a young girl like this who spends every single day 18 
15 miles walking with a single clay pot that breaks and she kills herself, right? Like she was so emotionally distraught from that experience, but like that she would have to consider walking another 18 miles because she couldn't fulfill that day's task. Like that is insane, you know? And so, man, like at the end of that speech, it it just, it just brought me to tears, man. And it brought everyone in the audience to tears, But like, it's the sharing of that type of personal story that makes people dig into their own, you know, experiences, and, and that that emotional response is what actually makes people take action. It's so true, man. Dude, it's so funny because when I was in high school, I had this teacher. Her name was Mrs. Sanguinetti. Mm. Now, Mrs. Sanguinetti was the best teacher in high school. Like mm. everyone loved her. Mm-hmm. everywhere like she was one of those high school teachers where it's like if you didn't love her something was wrong with you right <laughs> like, yeah right 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 something wrong with you no something's wrong with you she was yeah. she was compassionate she yeah. always made space for you in her classroom yeah and then one day you know me and her like we built an incredible relationship together because i saw her as a mentor mm. so one day i asked her i said miss sanguinetti you know like how, how did you become so successful at, at being a communications teacher and, and being mm. public speaking? Because, like, I love how, like, she was able to command the classroom. And, you know, I was sitting in front of her desk. It was a little brown desk. And her classroom had all of this different decor. You know, teachers love decorating their classroom. Right, right, right. Great messages, great quotes from, like, people like Martin Luther King, Malcolm, Malcolm X, et cetera. So I asked her, I said, Miss Aguinetti, you know, I, I want to hopefully be as good of a communicator as you one day. You know, what do I need to do to get to your level? And yeah. why is public speaking so important? Yeah. And you know what she tells me, man? Mm. She's like, look, if you want to have control of your career and you want to be successful, mm. you need to learn how to talk to people. Mm. And keep in mind, at this point, I had just moved to the And I, li- I grew up in the hood of Houston, Texas, Southwest Ailey, Texas, yeah. one of the roughest places to live in Houston. Yeah. And here I am attending this suburban school with all of these diverse students. You know, and I was an okay community. I wasn't great. Yeah. And I'm talking with this teacher who her entire life she studied communication. Mm. She's literally helped people get into leadership roles at the district level yeah. by helping them improve communication skills. Yeah. And she tells me, Look, if you ever want to beat anybody in life, you need to be an effective communicator. Yeah. Yeah. About it is that literally when she told me that, bro, a light bulb switch, a literally a light bulb switch just clicked in my head. It's like, yeah. if I ever want to be anyone like someone takes seriously, I need to understand how to communicate my value, but yeah. also at the end of the day, command a room. Yeah, you get, I, but you command you command a room through the story mm. and the personal experience that you've had. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you're not sharing a story for any kind of ego. Yeah. You're sharing a story because it's a perspective that you have on life that you're hoping you can convey on others. Yeah. Right. You're it's trying true. to help them make that mental shift. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And to this day, I'm still close with her. That's awesome, <laughs> I man. I invited her to my, my college graduation and everything. She's oh, that's great, she's man. Part of our Alicia, the future of work community. She's that's cool. Amazing. A shout out to Miss Aguinetti, wherever you are. I yeah. love you so much. And also, to let you guys know who my two to three favorite public speakers are, I love Malcolm X. Mm. <laughs> I love this guy named Michael Todd. He's like this really, really popular pastor out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's mm. a great speaker and orator. 
And the last person is Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. I've actually studied a lot of their work and it's informed how I speak and how I show up when I'm at a keynote or when I'm facilitating workshops. So those are my three favorite public speakers. I encourage you to check out a lot of their work is on YouTube, Michael Todd, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So everyone is like chiming in. They're loving this topic. YouTube is saying two great speakers. Thank you so much, YouTube. Veronica is saying, I got to go get my 500 plus UK leaders checking in on this. Thank you so much, Veronica. Definitely have them be a part of Unleashing the Future of Work community and checking our live stream series. Yeah, please. Ver Veronica is saying Paul Bowden is definitely right. I, I would love for you all to share a little bit about your favorite speakers. I know yeah. Veronica is saying that she's really a fan of Simon Sinek. Yep. So start with why. Start with why, Mr. Start with why. Simon That's right. Awesome. That's right. And for those of you who are loving this live stream episode and our series so far, please feel free to share this video with your networks. There's definitely somebody in your network that needs to improve their public speaking and would love some of this education. Yeah. Network. But you know that topic, right? Simon Sinek, that yeah. that is a foundational his his topic just is general, right? Start yeah. with why. But it's a foundational element of any good talk right yeah. people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it right. he's talking about it from a company perspective yeah. but we're talking about this from a communication perspective mm. right if you ask somebody why do you care about this topic mm. right there needs to be that underlying why behind mm. it right because people buy into that they're like wow this person is so emotionally connected to the story that i'm now emotionally connected to the story yeah right that's what that's what grabs people's attention. So I always I always focus on the people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. I right? love that. I love that. Yeah. I feel as if people underestimate the value and power in storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Right now we're currently fundraising for you know our company, my business partners, Mike and Taban, our company guy. We're yeah. fundraising. And every time I'm talking with investors and I'm talking with you know potential partners, we're telling them the story of why we're building what why, why, yeah. Like essentially, high school students need life skills, right? right? And if we're thinking about an automated future, the most important skills are gonna be the skills that help us thrive in managing our career and community. Yeah. managing our life, communicating our value, our right. Yeah. And when we really frame that story for them, they get yeah. out in because they understand the value of it. That's right. Right? That's so right. if you ever want to pitch, if you ever want to be a leader, you have to be able to be an effective communicator. You have to be able to be a good public speaker yeah. and to communicate and tell a story. It's, it's I think, one of the most underrated skills in the boardroom as well yeah. as life in general. Yeah, yeah. But we all tell stories. We all tell stories in our in our. What's up, John? Oh, sorry, sorry. We we all tell stories in our personal lives. Like, like we're sitting a, across from somebody, having a coffee, chatting about a particular experience, right? And it's conversational, right? When you're on a when you're yeah. on a stage, you feel like you almost have to like put on a different persona, but you don't. You just have to be you as and and put on the hat and imagine that you're just speaking to somebody at a coffee shop who you have a great relationship with. It's conversational. It's true, man. It's as simple as that. So yeah. David is saying, I speak at many universities, Harvard, UCLA, and documentaries, and I also did Do Toastmasters to get better at public. That's good, yeah. That's good, yeah. David. Yeah. So Ruchin, Mr. Evan, is saying, I have no problems talking to someone one-on-one. -on -one. It's just that when it's in a group setting where I do not do so well. Mm. 
Yeah. I feel you on that. I yeah. feel you on that, Mr. Evans. And you got, you got to build the skill. You got to practice it a little bit. Yeah, more. you got to work that muscle. Yeah. So our next tip is actually a really big one. And I think people underestimate this in helping them improve their public speaking. Mm. You need to focus on becoming a content creator. Yes. Yes. A hundred thousand percent. Jonathan, I know you have some thoughts on this, man. Oh, man. What do you think about this? You know... I think that people have trouble with public speaking mm. because they don't know who they are mm. and you clarify your thinking and you clarify the direction you want to go in your life by writing. Mm. It's so powerful, right? Every really successful person, people, you know, all these really successful people in the world, they journal, right? Yeah. They create blogs, right? They, they are constantly writing because our heads are full of crazy thoughts and directions and we're, we're constantly pulled by societal norms and all these things, right? But like defining who we are and what we want and what we want to share is so critical in our lives, right? But the only way we can do that is by putting that down on paper, mm. right? We spend, we spend eight hours a day at work working, and then we spend no time clarifying who we are and what we want to become outside of work, mm. right? which is so fascinating, right? And, and, and when you start doing that, like Tim and I create so much content on like LinkedIn and we create so many videos. And then when we, when we produce these videos, we then rewatch them, we edit them, right? We're, we're critical about like, what are we saying? Yeah. How are we saying it? Are we adding value? Are we adding value, yeah. right? And it, it's that constant iterative process that gives you clarity. And then that clarity leads to confidence, mm. right? That clarity leads to conviction in the message that you're sharing, right? It eliminates the fear of what other people will think of you. Mm. All of these, all of these things cascade from the point of writing. Mm. That's so true, man. That's so 100%. And I love how the, how the, the way you put that. And the thing is, look, creating content creates clarity. And yeah. the biggest tip to you is that you need to be creating at least three pieces of content weekly. Yeah. And you can break it down like this. Yeah. You're a LinkedIn post, you can yeah. write a blog article, and maybe you can go live or create a video. But yeah. if you are constantly, imagine this, creating content every 52 weeks out of a year. Yeah. By the end of that year, you would be a crystal clear communicator on a topic or a theme that you're incredibly passionate about. Yeah. I didn't get to becoming a good communicator as I am now by just writing. I actually had to focus on writing, then performing in front of an audience, and mm -hmm. then finding opportunities to speak one-on-one -on -one with people in yeah. business meetings or partnership meetings. It's this constant practice. practice. Yeah. How do I become crystal clear on the things that I'm passionate, passionate about, whether it be the future of work or personal branding? or career career fulfillment, right? Yeah. Like John mentioned this, was like, we've been creating content for the last, what, five years now. Yeah, we like, had a bunch. I mean, we could write multiple books, right? All of the content that we've created literally could just be packaged. Like we could, we could tomorrow create a cover image for multiple yeah. books yeah. and just dump that content into books, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy, but it's caused us to be very clear on what we want Mm. who we want to become and who we want to communicate with. And most importantly, our tone of voice. Mm. Because here's the next level, y'all. Here's the next level, guys. So there's writing, 
right? And just like putting a blog post out there. But then there's writing within your tone of voice in a sense where when people are reading what you're writing, mm -hmm. they see you on a live stream, when they see you in a video, they connect with your tone of voice. Right? Right. You're writing in your language, your your systems, your culture. Your right? mannerisms. I grew up your... in Texas. Yeah. Your mannerisms. I grew yeah. up in Texas. So often when I'm even speaking on stage, sometimes I'm like, y'all. Yeah. Right. right. And that like immediately lets people know, oh, dude, you're from Texas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And you but like that's that's your that's your tone of voice. But you don't really like get comfortable with your tone of voice and how you're an effective yeah. communicator yeah. by not practicing. You have to be practicing every single day and even make it a habit. So I really encourage you all, for those of you who are watching and listening right now, get comfortable with becoming a content creator. Create three pieces yeah. of content weekly. Yeah, yeah. Any more to add to that, John? Yeah, you know, I, I think about the content creation side of things often. Yeah. Um, and... Um, it just it just has provided me so much mental clarity and uh, on just everything, yeah. um, and and you know if you're kind of staring down this idea of creating content, it can become really overwhelming at first mm. because a lot of people are like, well, what's the purpose? Mm. Why 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 would I create content? It's like the reason you create content is so you can dig out what you're truly passionate about. Mm. Right. So you can you can start. You're only gonna write about the things you care about. Right? You're mm. not going to write about things you don't care about in a sustainable fashion. Yeah. So when, when you start writing about the things you care about, you say, oh, it's interesting that I, I typically gravitate towards this theme or yeah. that theme. Right? Yeah. And, it's, and, and, and a lot of people are going to be faced with a very interesting question when they start writing. And they're going to be faced with, wow, I never write about what I do for work. Mm. You know, and that, that, that alone, that alone is a key indicator that you should be writing more. They're going to be like, be whoa, what the hell? Yeah, like, oh. what the hell? Like, wow, like, I never write about project management. <laughs> That's a big sign that I don't really love what I'm doing, right? Mm. And then the, then, then the underlying question is like, well, why do I do that? Why do I do that? Mm. Right? Why, why do I not write about that? Mm. Right, you dig into that, and then you write about that topic. Right, that mm. provides more clarity. So this is constant cycle of understanding more deeply what mm. you're interested in, and when you create content, the fascinating thing is you start attracting a community of people who believe the same thing that you believe, mm. and that community just gets larger and you know it's like it's like this living organism right you're attracting those people into your world you're attracting opportunities in your world that you never thought were possible right because you're you're talking about what you love mm. i love that i love that so become a content creator yeah how to create three pieces of content weekly yeah post linkedin post mm. a video that you share with your network mm -hmm. now, our last two, I think our last two is actually pretty powerful. But before I go into that, I want to shout out our lovely, lovely viewers and listeners who are currently watching, who are sharing all kinds of comments with us. So Dee Wilkins is saying, you need to reflect on your tone of voice when writing. Shout out to you, Dee. We thank mm. you so much. Yeah. This is the thing. I remember his three posting daily comment from last week, and it seems like time to post is interested. Yes, this is very true. Very true, Alexis. Michael's saying, you know, just tuned in. What are the three key points? So right now, the three key points that we've shared so far is find two to three public speakers that you admire on mm -hmm. 
YouTube, right? Or there are influencers in your industry. Check them out. And yeah. most importantly, start focusing on creating at least two to three pieces of content weekly to chisel your communications. Yeah. I love I love that you said that to chisel your chisel. communications. I love that. I love that. So Chris is saying, man, I love this. Hope you really re-release the audio. Chris, we are working on that, man. We would definitely yeah. make sure to do that and share with you on definitely. For sure. And Veronica is saying you are both fabulous. You know, we think you're fabulous too, Veronica. Thank you, Veronica. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, I appreciate you. So Alexis, I think Alexis is sharing that the art of the story, the beginning of each conversation allows users to connect to the topic or message. Mm. Yes, sir. I completely agree with that. So true. So true. So what else? What else are our lovely viewers saying? Yes. So Dean is like, yes, the why. The why. hook. That's right. Got to get the hook. And I think that's why Simon Sinek has become so successful. Oh that's my right. God. It was like such a fundamental foundation. I know. For like everything. For like everything. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it scales, right? Yeah. Um, so you're two days saying thank you for speaking live to us. Thank, thank you so much, you two days. We appreciate you for watching live. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and Patricia is saying B.B. Jakes and Michael Todd are also two of her favorite speakers that she really, really loves. So that's awesome. So thank you all so much for commenting. We always appreciate you all engaging and participating in this conversation with us. So our last tip for you all, because I think we want to leave you all with what probably what I think is the most powerful one. Because here's the tip, here's the thing, guys. Psychology and cognitive neuroscience, all the cognitive neuroscience books that I've read, and I want you all to keep in mind, I actually studied psychology at Texas Tech University mm. in undergrad. And the best way we learn is through repetition. Right? So it's not you're not going to be successful if one day you pick up a, a book called I Want to Become Better at Effective Communication. You read through it, you consume the knowledge, but you never practice it. That's right. Right? The best way to learn, and I've actually been reading an awesome book on this called The Expertise Economy. Please check it out if you're interested. And it, it gives you this formulation and, and framework for learning. It starts with this, accumulating the knowledge, practicing what you just learned to make it a skill, mm. seeking and receiving feedback based on what you would just practice, and then reflecting on that feedback. That's how you become mm. better. Now, apply this to a skill such as public speaking. You have to find opportunities within a week where it's either one or two opportunities where you are either getting in front of a group or maybe you're, it's just one, one conversation like, you know, you meeting somebody that you're interested in talking to, that you want to fit, mm -hmm. you want to partner with, and you just share your story with them. When you start becoming more consistent in speaking and finding opportunities to speak, you will get better. John, what are your thoughts on this, brother? Yeah, I completely agree, man. And in that book, the, 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 the key takeaway is also related to writing. Right? Because when you're writing, you're getting that feedback. When you're writing, you're able to reflect. Yeah. Right? So it's that constant practice. So it's the same thing applies there. And the beauty of it is like you could go out at first when you're not creating content, nobody's going to know who you are, right? You can go to a rotary club. You can go to any kind of organization. You could go to a meetup group and say, hey, I'd love to talk, talk on this particular topic that I'm really passionate about. Here are the key bullet points. You don't have to even write the whole speech. Mm. You just have to pitch pitch a high level concept of something to somebody and mm. if they agree to it then awesome right mm. like it was interesting like i just had digital summit reach out to me it's like this big you know um digital marketing 
conference. Yeah. And I'm not a marketer, right? Yeah. But I've grown an audience on LinkedIn. I've grown a community on LinkedIn and, and on YouTube. And they asked me to speak. And I said, well, what do you want me to speak about? Right? <laughs> and they said, well, you know, what can you do? And I said, I hey, were talking about a couple different topics. And I was like, well, I could talk about growing an audience on LinkedIn and growing community mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. And they're like, that's great. And now I have not formulated the speech, mm. but they secured me as a speaker, mm. right? So now I'm going to go and, and work backwards and actually create the topic. So high-level summary of what you want to talk about and just pitch it to a couple places. Guaranteed, you're going to be able to land a couple. And what Tim and I love doing is we love video recording, right? Mm. Those talks. Because then we can go back. You don't, if you don't know anything about editing, that's okay. It doesn't matter. Maybe it's just for you at first, right? But you can look at what is your tone? Yeah. How did you, how nervous were you? How did you deliver your speech? Right. And then you can kind of repackage that content, put it into a post. Say, hey, I just, I just had a talk. I'm reflecting on what I talked about, you know, what, what the audience resonated with, right? Mm -hmm. so it's this constant cycle of, you know, refining the communication that you have. I love it. I love it. And it's so true. So, but you, I think one thing that people I often meet who said, I want to become a better public speaker, mm. but I don't know where to start. Yes, right. you do know where to start. Yeah, you know where to start. <laughs> you know, you, speaking is about, it's speaking is simple. Yeah, it's right. Like, if you want to become a better speaker, find opportunities to speak. And yeah. here's the funny thing, y'all. Here's the thing. Because I talk to people like, I, I just don't know where to start with speaking. It's like, well, if you think about your workplace environment, right? Yeah. And you maybe you want to get promoted. It's like, are you seeking volunteer opportunities where you can speak? Mm. Right? Or even, are you even like thinking about maybe jumping on a live stream or creating a live stream? Like, there's so many avenues where you can start your own speaking career. That's right. And you can involve yourself in, in improving your public speaking in which you don't even have to wait for someone to give you a no, you don't have to wait for anybody's permission I, I, I give at all. You don't need to wait for anyone's permission. No. And the funny thing is, is I actually started speaking when I was in grad school, and it was through a lot of like group projects that I was working on, yeah. and I really got comfortable with yeah. uh, like you know, as a speaker, you're always facilitating, right? But then when I actually moved to Seattle to to work with Microsoft, I really you know started um building the mentors and mentees community. That yeah. by that time I was working on it for about. 12 months then yeah. for about a year, right? And I was doing meetups in the mentors and mentees, uh, I'm sorry, in the Seattle community. Yeah. And during those meetups where, you know, random people would come yeah. and want to be a part of some of the conversations we were having around career mentorship, it helped me improve my speaking skills. But right. that was an opportunity that I created for myself. That's right. So every month I knew that, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be hosting a meetup. So I have to yep. get ready and make sure that I'm prepped on what I'm going to be talking about and how I'm going to facilitate the conversations. I'm going to make everyone feel welcome. Yep. That alone gave me the practice I needed to improve over time. And I got better with every single opportunity. Yeah. Petition, right. Yeah. And people are often like, oh dude, I'm waiting for a big organizer to reach out to me to speak. No. Like no one's going to reach out to you, reach no. out to yourself, like actually create the platform where you can improve your skills. And I think that's why I'm so adamant about encouraging people to take control of their careers, but also whatever skill you want to improve on, whether it be public speaking or financial literacy, like you can actually put things in practice by yourself to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. 
you know, societal norms and our own fears hold us back from thinking different ways. Yeah. And so just like you created your own reality, you created your own events, right? Oh, well, okay. So I'm going to create my own speaking events. I'm going to have people come to my events. My, you know, if five people show up at first, right? Yeah. 10 people show up at first. Who cares? That's, that's, that's an opportunity for you to get better. Mm. Right. And you just keep, you just keep on doing that. And, 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 and if you don't want to create your own events, then go to another event. And, mm. and it's not about getting paid either. Right. Like people yeah. are always like hung up on like, well, I want to be a public speaker. <laughs> and it's like, well, it, th- there's this persona and I want to get paid for it and I want to quit my job or whatever. It's like, it's like, a lot of a lot yeah and a lot of public speaking like a lot of people who get on like really big stages are yeah. actually doing it pro bono yeah at, you know people are people are like oh i'm making so much money being a public speaker it's like no not really yeah. a lot of people are doing these things for free they might get like a, the travel expenses paid for you know to spend one night at a hotel yeah. but like they're they're not they're not getting like twenty grand right from like speaking in, in a lot of cases. It's true. It's true. And and and, for, and there's only few, and those few are really really good at what they do, and they have a huge influence, a huge brand. Very small population. The people about being a good public speaker is you know you get to whatever message you have, whatever story you have, you get to put it out there. Yeah. And importantly, the relationships you can build. That's by, right. You know, right. being a public speaker, right? That's like right. people want you to speak because that's your zone of greatness. That's your area of expertise that yeah. they really, really want to learn more about. And you can inspire them and motivate them and build your community through that. So those are some of the big major incentives to, you know, encouraging you all to improve your public speaking, right? Yeah. Then, you know, for me and John, you know, we've been really in this space in our lives for the last few years now where a lot of what we've seated like years ago is not coming to fruition. That's right. People are That's asking right. us to come speak. People That's are right. telling us, we need you, we need you to come build our brand. We want to partner with you. We need but you. Right? Need you. It's we a different value. We created our own reality and now those opportunities are being pulled into us. Right. That's how you, that's how you do it. That's, that's how, how you do it. it. So I want to show love to everyone that's commenting. So D is like every opportunity is a chance to make a personal impact and to build networks. That's right. I love, I love you, D. You're so smart. Thank you so much, D. Patricia is saying, you know, this is amazing. Oh, my God. You guys are dope. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica is saying, Tim and John, you're sharing all kinds of knowledge today. You are a blessing and are truly appreciated. Thank you. We appreciate you, Mrs. Martin. You are yeah, awesome. Thank you, Mrs. Martin. So Abhishek is saying, when you go for why... Three to four or three to four layers, you get your purpose of anything you want to do and love. Thanks, Simon, for that. Thank yeah. you so much, Abhishek. That is so true. So true. So what else? What else? We're getting a lot of different conversations happening in our comments. Oh my God. We love it when you guys are having conversations with each other. It makes it makes this just the best thing for us because this is exactly why we love live yeah, streaming. That's right. So Alexis is saying. I also feel as if this is true because a lot of my posts, a lot of the things that he talks about when it comes to his personal brand and on his LinkedIn are around cybersecurity and privacy. So mm. he feels as if really, really passionate about that. Mm. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, I is saying it is interesting that we are shy when we talk about things we know nothing about. Once we find our energy level, things drastically change. 
That's so true. Yeah. That is so true. And that's why, that's why writing is so important, right? Because you're only going to write about where your energy is. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. So if you have any questions on how to improve your public speaking, yeah. please feel free to share them with us. We're, we would love to answer your questions and support you however we however you need us to. Yeah. I would go ahead and really quickly, as you're typing these questions that you may have on the top of your mind, mm. I want to share and recap our five practical tips and strategies. Because one of the things that John and I are so adamant about is always ensuring that you guys have practical things that you can do today. Yeah, today. Yeah, tomorrow, but more yeah. yeah. Today. Um, and then tag us. Do them today and then tag us. And tag us. And please, right. and please share this video within your network because there's definitely somebody that needs this information. Yeah. Tag them so they can improve their public speaking. Yeah. So once again, if you really want to get better at public speaking, find two to three public speakers you admire and observe them. See mm. how they speak. Right. Mm -hmm. See what jokes they use. How do they structure a conversation? How do we how do they engage with their hands and their body? Mm -hmm. All of these observations are what will improve you as a public speaker. Mm -hmm. Number two, engage in what we like to consider consistent practice and application. Right. Yeah. So find one or two opportunities within your week, rather, right. whether it be within your professional environment or outside of your professional environment where you have to either have a one-to-one -one conversation with someone, whether it be sharing your own personal story and journey or talking within a group setting where you're sharing a message or yeah. setting an agenda, yeah. right? You need to consistently practice in order to get comfortable and constant repetition is what improves your learning and makes public speaking and habit for you. That's right. Last well said. Not least, last but not least, I think this is probably John and I's favorite one because mm. we're like, Huge content creators. Yeah. Yeah. Create three pieces of content weekly, like straight yeah. up. It, it's as simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not creating content, you will never, you'll, you won't get better at speaking. Yeah. That's right. I completely agree. I love it. That's a great summary, man. Right? Yeah. So we'll really start getting consistent and creating consistent content. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my boy Mike Gates, my business partner, brother, and co-founder of Guy, he is on the line right now in our comments. He's saying you should do a 10-day public speaking challenge. And Mike has actually created a 10-day public speaking challenge that some of you might be interested in. So if mm. you're interested in Mike's 10-day public speaking challenge, he does this a lot with some of the students he works with at Alpha. Definitely yeah. reach out to Mike so he can share that 10-day public speaking challenge with you. And and also, watch Mike's TEDx talks. Oh my God. Right? right? So he is a primary example of somebody who absolutely crushes it because he's talking about something he's ultra passionate about it, and you can tell, right? right. And that's why his first talk has over 10,000 views, 15,000, it's getting up there now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Mike, man. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mr. Yates. So yeah. shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike Yates. The Mr. Future of Education is what I, what I like to consider. That's right. That's right. No, no. Because it's passionate about the future of education. Yeah. Mike. So shout out to you, Mike. All kinds of love coming your way. Yeah. Right. You know what, John? Surprisingly enough, we don't have any questions. from. The no moment. questions. And that's actually great. Yeah. It means that we addressed We covered it all. We addressed it all, dude. We yeah. covered it. We covered yeah, it. Yeah. Damn it. And we thank you so much 
for your attention and for you yeah. all viewing live. Please share this within your network if you love this episode of the Unleashing the Future of Work series. We love doing this. And we actually have a, a, a some news for you. We have a surprise for you. Mm -hmm. We're actually going to be doing this two times a week now. Yeah. Right? So every Monday around 11 a.m. and every Thursday around 11 a.m., John and I, we have some awesome guests lined up for you. Some of our favorite influencers in their domain, in their field. And we're going to be sharing all kinds of value. So please put it on your calendar. I, yeah. I really need you to put it on your calendar. Yeah, yeah. Monday, 11 a.m. And Thursday, 11 a.m. Pacific. Pacific. Pacific time. Yep. Pacific time. Tune in to Unleashing the Future of Work with your boy, John and Tim. Yeah. And hear all kinds of amazing gems and tips and strategies on how you can take control of your career, thrive in the future of work, and become a better you. So we have some really awesome guests for next week. Yep. And actually this Thursday as well. So definitely tune in to this Thursday. We're really, really excited for this Thursday's episode. And we look forward to tuning in with you. That's right. Thank you. So with that said, please share this video and share our podcast with your networks. And in addition, reach out to us if you have any questions and feedback about our live stream episodes, or if you have any any value that you want to share with us or any topics that you want us to talk about in future episodes, we yeah. would love to talk about them and add value to your lives. And yeah. once again, thank you so much for your time and attention and for tuning in to the Unleashing the Future of Work live series. Thank you, guys. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, later. <laughs>